is Insomnia, a show where I tell you stories to help you fall asleep. This story is called The Beginning of Asgard and Loki's Mischief. Now, when Asgard was being built, the gods would fight giants all the time, all over. And they climbed to the top of a mountain where there were no giants. And there, they created Asgard which means land of the gods. Now, there was a giant, and the giant said, how about I build you a wall? You're going to need a wall to protect yourself from all the other giants and all the other people trying to come destroy you. And Odin said, sure. And the giant said, okay, I can build it by the first day of summer or something like that. So Odin agreed, and he said, no payment will be too much. So the giant gets to work, and he's working and working and working. But what amazed the gods was that at night, at night, the giant's horse would also start working. The horse would take bricks and lay them down, slap them with, with cement or whatever, and constantly lay more bricks down. And that's how they were able to continuously do work. Now, Odin was very perplexed by this and said, hey, for that payment that you wanted, what exactly were you thinking? And the giant said, I want the sun and the moon, and I want the goddess Freya, the most beautiful of the gods. And Odin said, absolutely not. But the giant said, you already promised. You said no payment was too great, and that's what I want. So, Odin tells the other gods, and they for sure do not want that to happen. So they look to Loki. Loki, who is not a bad guy, he's the doer of good and evil. And Loki says, I can help out. So what he does is he goes down and he sees the giant's horse, the one that lays the bricks at night. And Loki transforms himself into a female horse. And he goes into the area and starts uh, flirting with this horse laying down the wall. So, uh, they run off. And the horse totally forgets to lay down the wall. The next morning, uh, the giant comes back and realizes his horse is not there. He goes, what is going on? This is the last day before the wall is supposed to be built. Sure enough, the wall is not 100% completed. So Odin goes to the giant and says, You did not complete the wall. Therefore, you will not get the sun and the moon. And you will not get the goddess Freya. Now, the giant knows that this was all a trick and vows vengeance on the gods. Additionally, Odin is pretty saddened while the other gods are celebrating that Frigga was not taken, or sorry, that Freya was not taken. Odin is pretty sad that Asgard was built on a type of lie. So now, after the gods have settled in Asgard, they're pretty used to their ways and there's a goddess named 
Iduna. And Iduna, her job is to collect these apples. She plucks apples from this tree, and these apples are supposed to be the shiniest apples in all of the realms. And she has to hand give them to each of the gods. When they bite into the apples, it helps them look very youthful and young and strong and vibrant and all this stuff. But if she does not give you an apple, then uh, the apple will shrivel if anyone else touches it. So that's kind of her gift. Now, um, Odin and Loki are out. And they're out um, at Midgard or something, which is Earth. And Loki comes upon um, some deer or something and he kills it and he starts to roast it. And he's roasting this meat. And he's cooking and cooking it and he calls Odin over to start to come eat. And when they cut into the meat, they see that it's still raw. And Odin says, Loki, this food is raw. He says, hmm, okay. So he goes again, and he continues to cook it and cook it and cook it. And then he says, Odin, come over. Odin comes and says, no, this food is still raw. So Loki can't figure out what's going on. He does one more time, and he tries to cook it. And again, the meat is super raw. So what happens then is there's a big bird big bird and it, that bird tells Loki I can help you cook this meat if you give me a cut of it so Loki says sure what else I have no other options so the bird um, starts to flap its wings right by the fire to cause a huge fire this fire is raging with the gust of wind coming from this bird and then it cooks the meat the bird immediately goes for its share and starts to eat a lot of the meat and Loki can't believe it. So Loki takes the staff and he hits the bird over the head and then the bird takes Loki in its talons and flies off. Odin goes back to Asgard to tell the gods what had happened to Loki. And meanwhile the bird drops Loki off on like an ice plane and says I'm actually a giant. I'm the brother of the guy who built the wall for you that you all screwed over. And he says, Loki says, well, what do you want with me? He says, I want you to get me one of Aduna's apples. Loki says, there's no way I can do that. He says, yes, there is. If you distract Aduna and lead her outside of Asgard, then I will come grab, uh, grab an apple. So, Loki agrees to this to be let go. He goes back to Asgard and he sees Aduna. And he says, hey Aduna, I found some other apples that are much shinier than your apples. And she goes, no way. There are no other apples in any of the realms that can be as shiny as my apples. He goes, well, I found them. And they're outside of Asgard. So you need to go look. So... Aduna leaves Asgard to go look for these apples. Now, while she does that, the uh, giant again turns into a falcon and swoops up and kidnaps Aduna. So, the 
eagle or the bird takes a dune and drops her off. And she goes, what do you want with me? And he says, I want your apples. She goes, no, I will never give them to you. So he says, I'll just take them. But as soon as he, the giant touches the apples, they shrivel. So he knows that Aduna must give them to him. Now, the gods back home at Asgard, they're starting to kind of welt and turn old. Because they don't have these apples to replenish their, their looks and their vibrance, what happens is they start to turn older. They start to bend over a little bit more and they become a little bit more broken. So, Loki says, I will go rescue Aduna. And what he does is he borrows a cloak from Frigga, who is Odin's wife. And this cloak has a bunch of falcon feathers on it and allows him to fly. And he borrows this cloak and disguises himself as a falcon and flies over to Jotunheim, or where the giants are. And there he finds Aduna. So he goes down. And he transforms her into a sparrow to follow him. So now they're flying back to Asgard. And as this is happening, the giant returns. And he sees that not only is Aduna gone, but the apples are gone. And what Aduna had done is she had taken the apples and she had thrown them into different areas so that the giant would never find them. Now he flies and he rushes over to catch Loki and Aduna. And he's much bigger. He's like an eagle. And so his wingspan, his his thrust capacity is much greater. And he's catching up to Loki and to Aduna. The other gods are standing on the wall of Asgard. And they see the three of them coming. So they light a big fire. A big fire over the wall of Asgard. And they know that Loki will be able to go through the fire and to guide Aduna but that the giant will be too big as an eagle. And sure enough, that's what happens. Loki is able to go through, able to rescue Aduna, but the giant eagle can't pass, and instead he falls, and he plummets to his death. And Aduna was there to, again, feed her apples to the gods so that they may become young and vibrant again. Now in this last story of Loki, for this episode, Loki um, cuts off the hair of Sif. So what happens is Thor has a beautiful wife named Sif with very long, golden, blonde hair. And one day, Thor is out, and Sif is sleeping, and Loki is feeling very mischievous. And he comes behind Sif, and he cuts off her hair her beautiful golden hair and it goes to the floor now when she wakes up she screams she notices her hair is gone Thor bursts in and he goes what is going on and she says my hair don't look at me I'm so ugly my hair is gone and Thor says oh my gosh who did this and Sif says it was Loki Loki did this Thor and her scream was so loud that all the gods came rushing to their area and they want to hunt Loki. Thor especially wants to kill Loki. So he, he Odin commands Loki come out of hiding and he comes to the high court and Thor is ready to kill him. 
And Odin says, no, Loki will have to serve a punishment. And he says, Loki, you need to replace her hair somehow. And so Loki says, okay, let me figure out what to do. Now, there are a couple other beings in this mythology. You have the gods, who are actually called the Aesir. You have another god-like type of being called the Vanir, that are like the gods, but they don't really care about helping others. You have elves, dwarves, and humans. And the dwarves are known to be the best smiths, the best blacksmiths or whatever. So Loki goes down to the land of the dwarves, and he befriends a lot of them. And he starts really sucking up to them and praising them and saying, your work is magnificent, it's so beautiful. And he watches what they make. And they make um, three things that he thinks are amazing. One is they make a spear, a beautiful spear. And second is they make these rings, these arm rings. And what happens is every night they will reproduce themselves. So you'll have like nine rings will turn into eight rings. And then you can take that and reproduce it. And it makes gold essentially. And the last is there's a boat. A boat that I think can fold so much that it can fit in your pocket. So Loki says, these are really, 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 really beautiful things that you made. Can I have them? And he says, also, if you have any gold, could you even spin gold so fine that it were to look like hair? The dwarves see this as a type of challenge. So they agree to it. They get gold and they keep pressing it and spinning it and pressing and spinning it, pressing and spinning it, so that the gold is so fine that it's like golden hair. Now, what they do is they give these things to Loki, and he goes to the gods, and he tells Sif, take down your veil, and he puts this golden hair on her. And it's said that the hair was so beautiful and so vibrant that it looked real, and that it, it glowed in the halls of Asgard. So everyone was very happy. Loki then gives a spear to Odin. So that is his main weapon. And he shows him the other tools that he's made. Now, Loki is so proud that he's boasting a lot. Like really boasting. And one of the dwarves, a dwarf, is there. And that dwarf says, Loki... You are boasting way too much. I know what you did. You said that they, these dwarfs work for you, but they're not the best. The best dwarf is me and my brother. We are the best smiths ever. And Loki says, no way. Not as good as these guys. And yes, we are. Let's prove it to you. How about if we can make items that are more impressive to the gods than your thing, then we win. And if we can't, we lose. And Loki says, okay, well, what do you want? And the dwarf says, we want your head. So, Loki agrees. Now, what happens is, this dwarf, his name is Brock. Him and his brother are, are down in the smiths, and they're, they're um, burning up the fire and getting ready to make everything. And as they go, his one brother is the one who's in charge of, um, I guess, hitting the metal and welding it to make it into whatever it's needed to be. And Brock, his job is to make sure that the fire is hot 
with the right temperature. So he has a very important job where he has to use those bellows to pump air into the fire to make sure that it's the right temperature. Now, <clears throat> Loki sees what they're trying to make. And uh, one of the items is Mjolnir, Thor's hammer. So Loki sees this and he turns himself into a fly and he goes on Brock's head and try to distract him. But his brother says a spell and it pushes him away. Uh, he does it again. And again, the brother says a spell and pushes Loki away. The third time, I think Loki stings Brock and his blood goes in his eyes. He messes up for a little bit. And uh, as a result, Mjolnir is a beautiful hammer, but it has a short handle. So it's a little bit imperfect. But nevertheless, the dwarves bring Mjolnir to the gods and they give Thor this hammer. And when Thor holds it, all the gods are very impressed to see the power that comes with him, the lightning. And now Thor has a couple weapons on him. He has his hammer, Mjolnir. He has a belt that doubles his strength and he has gloves that are needed to handle Mjolnir. So they say these are really, truly amazing gifts. And they declare Brock to be the winner. But... Loki says, fine, you can have my head, but I never gave you my neck. So cut off my head without touching my neck. And Brock looks at the gods and say, that's impossible. And then Odin says, well, he does have a point. You did only say you wanted his head, not his neck. So the dwarves settle and they say, fine, you know what we're going to do? With all this deception that you guys do, we're going to sew Loki's mouth shut. And they do that, and they leave. But again, there's this pattern of deception from the gods to ultimately win their own way. <laughs>